From beach towels to tea towels and from mugs to water bottles, the TNT shop has it all. Browse our shop now at tntradio.live. This is the Hervoye Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right. Happy Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yes, it's Taco Tuesday here in Mexico. I'm on my fourth double espresso, so I'm doing fantastic. We got uh, our one guest coming up, uh, Donald Jeffries, to talk about his fantastic, uh, his latest book published um, back in May, which I just finished reading, Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the world if i'm not mistaken i think i uh, had been the first host to have to to host uh donald on tnt radio last year and uh second hour joining us will be uh, our man in manitoba terry wolf to get his thoughts on what's happening in on the planet i thought i'd start out with a quote from one of my favorite thinkers legal man uh, he puts out a tweet the other day, quote, so many people are so brainwashed by Hollywood movies showing dystopian futures, but that still have some resistance group operating and about to win, etc. This is fantasy. Once the real electronic prison is implemented, there isn't going to be any Hollywood resistance possible. There is your daily cyanide pill from uh, none other than a legal man who, of course, starred in the Jones Plantation film. I uh, had the director on as well to talk about it. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, go to jonesplantationfilm.com. Pay the 10 bucks or 20 bucks to 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 uh, purchase it and, and, and view it. Highly recommended. Uh, and I wasn't planning on this, but I just checked the algorithm news, uh, the algorithm ghetto news category today and boy oh boy 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 oh boy biometric update is on fire you know in in russia you don't go to the gulag the gulag goes to you russia considers multiplying the size of its face surveillance network there's a report out of latvia that russian officials want to again expand their national facial recognition infrastructure according to Latvia-based Medusa publication. And okay, Medusa is kind of pro-Western-ish, but they still have good, uh, you know, not always, but sometimes, you know, factual reports about what's happening in Russia. And they say the Russian Digital Development Ministry wants to build a server farm capable of storing and processing data from state and private surveillance cameras in cities. By 2030, the government wants 5 million cameras bolted in place. Uh, it's not just in Russia, the southern Caribbean island nation of St. Vincent and the Grenadines is planning to pilot its national digital identity system next year. Um, no country left behind in the race to deploy algorithm ghettos and uh, it, it keeps going. Who would have thunk it? Facial recognition by police could come to Ireland faster after Dublin riots. I mean, wow, you know, talk about false flag problem reaction solution, you know, let the, let's just let these riots and, um, you know, lawlessness, let, you know, we'll, we'll stand down, have the authorities and cops stand down, let all, let, you know, the 
people burn things to the ground and say, you know, hey, facial recognition is going to solve this. Uh, you know, total total shocker. None of us saw saw this coming. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 so predictable. It's boring. <laughs> really, come on, give us give us something more challenging here. Uh, Vietnam um, eyeball scans will now become mandatory in 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 Vietnam. Vietnam makes iris biometrics a requirement in revised digital ID draft law. Iris biometrics scans will become a requirement for those enrolling in Vietnam's digital ID scheme uh, after the country's legislature endorsed adjustments to a draft law. So boy, oh boy, our, our, our country's um, advancing the algorithm ghetto. Colombia launches digital identity to Point. Oh, they've launched the second version of their biometrically secured digital ID. Uh, and the British bank standard chartered charter will provide a, a E, uh, basically a digital yuan CBDC services to clients and explore its future use in China's financial system. So they have joined China's CBDC pilot testing. So they're connecting slowly all of the world's central banks and um independent cbdc systems into one global over overarching system one ring to rule them all one cbdc to rule them all and uh again more news on you know fox reporting how un the united abominations set to call on americans to reduce meat consumption the fao is expected to issue a roadmap in the coming weeks, which will call on the West, including America, to dramatically reduce its meat consumption and eat eat the bugs, drink the bug beer. Uh, I'm not kidding. I, I mentioned some months ago here in Mexico, there's a company that just started uh, selling beer made from, um, instead of malt and hops, um, well, malt derived from insect, uh, from crickets. Uh, so yeah, and, and cockroach milk, I'm sure. And someone uh, brought our uh, brought my attention uh, again to this Council on Foreign Relations article from March earlier of this year. The push to conserve 30% of the planet. Uh, and, and if you go down to the article, it's it's interesting how they say um, some experts call for protecting 50% of the planet, while some indigenous com communities call for 80%. So would you look at that? The elites would like to cordon off 80% of the planet for themselves and stick us in the remaining 20%. Total, absolute uh, insanity. All righty, if you got a suggestion for a possible guest or host you'd like to hear on TNT or topic you want us to discuss, we do love hearing from you. Just fill out the suggestion form at tntradio.live or uh, you can message individually any one of us presenters through our contact form which is on the website help us make a difference on tnt radio russia gas prices covid mandates it just doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything about it today's news talk radio tnt according to reports coming from ukrainian media outlets on tuesday the wife of the head of ukraine's military intelligence agency has been hospitalized after being poisoned in what appears to be an assassination attempt. Here with the story, joining me now is TNT Radio news producer Adam Clark, aka Ruckus. 
Thanks, Hervori. Ukraine has been shocked, shocked, I say, absolutely shocked by an apparent assassination attempt against the wife of Ukraine's top intelligence official who has fallen ill and was hospitalized after being poisoned. Mariana Budavina, the wife of Lieutenant General Kirilo Budanov, Budanov, Budanov. Jeez, sorry, who is the head of the main directorate of intelligence, the DUI of the Ministry of Defense in Ukraine. She was sickened and heavy metals of an unknown origin were found in her system. No, not Metallica or Iron Maiden, something like lead, that kind of a heavy metal. Ukrainian media says she sought treatment after a quote unquote prolonged period of not feeling well. And Ukrainska Pravadka. Pravda, jeez, sorry, again, cited official sources who say Budovna was, Budanova was, quote, most likely poisoned through food, end quote. So they think she was poisoned unintentionally. Uh, It was put in her food. Multiple news agencies have picked up on the poisoning allegations and have suggested it may be part of a larger poisoning plot. Um. Let's see, according to Reuters, uh, let's see, GUR spokesperson Andriy Yusov, uh, speaking to Reuters without clarifying when this poisoning took place, said that, quote, yes, I can confirm the information. Unfortunately, it is true, end quote. The BBC's Ukrainian service cited Yusov as saying that several GUR officials had also experienced milder symptoms of poisoning there have been there have long been prior reports claiming that general budinov himself has already survived some 10 assassination attempts as head of dui of the defense ministry he's played a leading role in carrying out major military operations against russian forces Ukrainian media sources say that the heavy metal poisoning was confirmed after Mariana underwent tests, but they have not identified a specific poison or substance. Um, Let's see. An official statement sought to underscore that the substances were, quote, not used in any way in everyday life or military operations, end quote. Okay. There's also been no indication of just what... Just when it took place, the GUR statement said further, quote, their presence, the heavy metal toxins, may indicate a deliberate attempt to poison a specific person, end quote. To be expected, immediate suspicion has centered on the possibility this could involve Russian intelligence seeking to take out a very high-ranking Ukrainian military and intelligence official or his wife. However, there are other plausible theories, including the scenario of an internal military coup attempt. Recently, the Zelensky government has overhauled military leadership after a series of corruption scandals. Ah, the plot thickens. There's also the recent bizarre episode of the quote-unquote accidental death of a high-ranking Ukrainian military commander. Earlier this month, a top aide to Ukraine Armed Forces Commander-in-Chief General Valery Valery Zaluzny died after he opened a wrapped gift that contained live grenades which were alongside fake ones, apparently, at his residence. Ah, sucks. Living, Opening up a gift has grenades inside. That's not a prank. That's an assassination. Uh, So there's a lot of speculation here, um, of course, Hervori, and whether or not, if indeed the poisoning of the spy chief's wife was the work of a Russian asset, the Kremlin will most certainly not own up to it so the public may never know the ultimate truth or the source of the poisoning. But what is your speculation? What's your theory?
You, you got to love the comments over at Zero Hedge. If the Russians did it, she'd be dead. Probably her husband, sick of her nagging, poisoning by Botox. Um, how did the Ruskies manage to turn her own plastic surgeon against her? Uh, let's see who poisons inconvenient people. Oh, yeah, Brits. And who is running Ukrainian operations? Uh, Brits. I mean, yeah, in, in uh, Russia, usually you fall off a bridge or you fall out a window. Um, or your, your your plane gets blown up like um, Prigozhin, uh, unless he's on on some deserted beach here in Mexico or or, or, or somewhere. But you know, it, it just brings back the whole Skripal uh, Novichok uh, affair, which none of it made sense. Uh, and I didn't, it, you know, looking at Skripal and this, it doesn't seem like it's 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 the Russians. I mean, they they blow up your plane or they throw you out a window or you know they'd get the job done. Something else I think is going on. You know, maybe they're trying to play this up and bring attention back to Ukraine. Maybe they're trying to divert attention uh, away from something. Uh, maybe they're, you know, the, the West is starting to take out their Ukrainian useful idiots. You know, there's been talk about Zelensky going to get whacked by the West. He's served his purposes. You know, this is a tried and true um, tradition in, in American empire. You get rid of your, you um, vassals your your disposable vassals you know the saddam husseins um you know just on and on it goes uh and so dead men tell no tales and so it's it's yeah it's hard to tell what's what's going on but again something stinks i'm not buying this it, it's you know it's a very weak story here po poison yeah and it doesn't say the the origin is unknown maybe it was poisoned through through food maybe she just had a bad meal you know and, and they're just playing it up uh, what do you think ruckus it's it's a cover-up um there's been a, an accidental bio lab leak in russia and and uh the kremlin is trying to cover i mean ukraine there we go in ukraine and they're covering it up sorry i got my countries confused there so yeah i think they're trying to hide the the fact from the public that there's another pandemic coming soon I'm just kidding. I don't know. The, the theories could be really anything. Uh, I agree with you that it, I think it's probably a little too early to tell. But, you know, coming after the dude with the the live grenades gift wrapped as a present, uh, that that really that one seems a little more Russia's style. Uh, right. Uh, that's a little more in your face, as it were. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Chances are very good. Um, they're really trying to wrap things up with Ukraine. And, you know, there might be a cleanup crew uh in effect right now who the heck knows her boy hey maybe it's um they're announcing the latest outbreak of covid ukraine biolab uh addition you know we, we've got reports uh oh you know covid possible pandemic like symptoms in china today it's you know reported in netherlands uh and you know maybe maybe in ukraine uh, I guess we'll watch this space, but, um, you know, I think one of the things that might happen is they might be winding down um, Ukraine as they pivot uh, elsewhere or, um, yeah, who knows? Or maybe, you know, there are spy games behind uh, the scenes and a lot of deep events going on that, you know, we'll never hear about. And this is somehow r related uh, to that, you know, that's another thing. A lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that the public will never be uh, privy to. Uh, all right, Ruckus, catch up uh, with you in a bit. Someone in the chat uh, says, 
ruckus the hardest working man on tnt i would uh agree we got donald jeffries coming up uh, to talk all things covid 1984 phone lines are open we'll be right back tnt radio's joe hoff just a terrible situation there and biden was behind it pushing these arms pushing billions of dollars over there we don't know where that money went i'll bet you money i'll bet you a huge percent uh, went i bet you more than 50 percent didn't go to the uh, to the people or to the war uh, it went to people's pockets kind of like what we have in in uh, palestine uh, with the u.s since since well under Biden, uh, Trump shut this down, thank God. But under Biden, Obama, they started sending billions over to uh, that part of the world. These people are, have been after Israel forever and, and uh, supported by Iran and billions of dollars going their way and uh, to help them, uh, you know, basically uh, create chaos in the Middle East, terrorism. And, and we saw what happened earlier this year, about a month ago, uh, the two one attack in Israel and the death and destruction, rape and kidnapping, more than 240 people kidnapped. Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Chief Division Council and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach. We want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? Government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. For the first time in my life, I'm saying to myself, am I going to get a knock at the door? FBI warrant, come to the door now! The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. These individuals have commissioned the biggest propaganda play in U.S. history. They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened. We don't need to have a crime. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! Our focus is shifting. Our main priority as a bureau is going to be domestic terrorism. It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, returning to the Rebel Transmission is Donald Jeffries. It's been quite a while. I think uh, I had you on last year. Uh, prolific author, writer. We'll be talking about his latest book. I've got, uh, I got it in Kindle here, Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the World. The websites are donaldjeffries.media, donaldjeffries.substack.com. Calm. How are you doing, Don? Fine. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. And I've been uh, finishing up your book uh, today. I'd, I'd recommend the hard copy, though. You know, when they er erase the, the digital version, you want to have the hard copy so we can know what really happened with with COVID. Um, and it's it's you know, it's it's never been clearer that these pandemics are, are fake after reading your book 
Don. It's like they're they're weaponizing anything and everything against us. You know, they they take real objects and turn them into horrors. You know, it's like, oh, it's a sunny day. Climate change is going to kill us. You know, oh, I got a cold. You're going to die from disease X. Oh, look, a new computer algorithm. AI is going to take over and exterminate humans. So give our all our power to um, the government. And so, you know, if I could ask you maybe to start, why um, write the the, uh, the book masking uh, the truth? Well, I don't know. I could. I mean, I uh, <clears throat> I comment on, on current events, obviously, and I call this the greatest psyop in the history of the world. I was, uh, you know, I, I was fascinated by it as it unfolded because I didn't know what the end game was at first, and then uh, I started writing it, and then I put it aside, and I, you know, it became personal for me when my brother died in, in January 2022. Uh, he, he was killed by hospital protocol. He uh, was a hypochondriac. And that's all he had wrong with him. He was in great health otherwise. So he unfortunately went in the hospital before I could stop him uh, by ambulance for, for nothing. And uh, once they got their mitts on him, that was it. I mean, he, they found out he wasn't vaccinated and they fast-tracked him. And uh, they killed him in two weeks. I didn't get to see him. They quarantined him and everything. And he went from perfectly healthy to dead in two weeks. And this is the same story I've heard from so many of the people. I wrote about it afterwards. And uh, <clears throat> I heard from people all over the world. I've had several of them on my show. That who had loved ones that died the exact same way, remdesivir and, and uh, ventilators, even though I talked to the doctors on the phone and told them no ventilators, no remdesivir, and so did other people. They just do what they want. These claim they consented, they listened. So uh, once that happened, it was, uh, you know, uh, I was heartbroken. I was very close to my brother, and uh, I uh, it became personal for me. And I said, I've got to finish this. So because uh, I, I, you know, kind of put it aside for other projects. So that motivated me. Uh, to you know to finish the book and so I, I feel like I have a personal stake in it now and, and it helps to hear from all the other people that went through the same thing because this is and I'm sure you know there who knows how many people who lost loved ones uh, who got vaccinated who died from the vax or had heart disease or all these horrible things you hear that are happening from the vax so so many tragedies going on here and it's all so uh, unavoidable because this again this is my book shows, I mean, I, I'm not saying hoax or anything like that. All I'm saying is that whatever COVID-19 is, it has never been isolated. They tell you that. It's never been isolated as a strain. And uh, so they can't prove it exists. Uh, it's the regular coronavirus, which comes around every year and includes the common cold. So people get sick. Sometimes the flu, the flu has killed as many as 80,000 people in the last 10, 15 years a year. And uh, so I think, unfortunately, a lot of people who think they had something unique had that, and they were indoctrinated through all the constant fear porn for the media. So uh, as I said, whatever COVID is, it's not like, it, you know, your hand turns green or something by getting it so you know, okay, it's got to be COVID. They're the exact same symptoms you would have with cold or flu, you know, uh, congested chest, congested head, sore throat, cough. The exact same things. Uh, they may be more severe, but I think panic uh, struck for some of those people that had it, and uh, they, you know, freaked out. And this must be, and of course, the stupid PCR tests, which are ninety percent false positive. And, and Dr. Kerry Mullins, who invented the test, um, said it was worthless before he died, very conveniently, right before COVID hit, hit, you know, hit up on the scene. So you know, people take these tests. Oh my God, I've got COVID, and I've got people in my family that you know they're constantly still giving themselves this stupid test. And I told them, you know, it's 90% false positive. And as soon as they think they're positive of something, oh, then they might develop a symptom of COVID and so they, they're going to think it's worse. So it's a, a lot of, um, 
you know, uh, they're very susceptible to uh, mind over matter type of thing. And they're, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a shame because the fear of porn started this whole thing. It sold the thing. And, uh, Every organ of our society, all over the world, too. This is why I talk. I call it the greatest sign up in the history of the world because the entire world was shut down a couple days, and no one protested. Not a single government balked at it. Not one person said, "Hey, you know, this is kind of going to interfere with rights." You know, we can't go to church. We can't go. We can't embrace people. We can't go see our loved ones in nursing homes. No one protested it. There were people like me from the very beginning saying, "This is ridiculous. Why are you doing it?" But no one on the public team later a lot of the republicans came out and uh after the vaccine came was obviously not working they joined the fray but my book is different from all the others on the subject because i started point a i start when COVID first came on the scene in china i say well let's examine what is this what exactly was this and unlike the republicans i don't believe there was a lab leak and a bioweapon was leaked from a lab i believe the bioweapon is the warp speed vaccine I, I I'd agree with you, and um, I just want to get your thought as well. Just the, the importance of um, r writing books like yours to have uh, a, a record uh, to document accurately what what happens to combat you know the revisionism and whitewashing that the regime and media and academia will uh, have carried out, will be carrying out. Uh, I had on as well um, in the past, Justin Hart, and he wrote a book as well, Gone Viral, How COVID Drove the World Insane. And so um, I think it's important to have, again, like I mentioned, physical copies of um, books like yours, which Mm -hmm. have documented uh, factually you know i was reading the book and you you don't put too much of your opinion you're just documenting what's going on uh and and it's the the, the record is there because i think it's important right now because they're uh, you know they're on the verge of possibly doing this uh again and i want to get your further mm -hmm. thoughts uh on that uh but first we got to jump to our headlines <laughs> TNT Radio News. Get the news. <laughs> the news. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. Israel says the International Red Cross has taken custody of 12 hostages released by Hamas on Tuesday. Israeli Defense Forces say 10 of the hostages are Israeli citizens and two more are foreigners. It did not clarify the nationality of the non-Israelis. All 41 construction workers who were trapped in a collapsed mountain tunnel in northern India for more than two weeks were pulled out on Tuesday bringing an end to a drawn-out rescue mission that had grabbed the country's attention for days. Why not give TNT Radio a follow? We're on all major social platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, and Getter. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time right here on today's News Talk. TNT Radio. TNT Radio. We're back with Donald Jeffries discussing his book, Masking uh, the Truth. I've got the Kindle right here. People can see it uh, on our video transmission. Um, and, and just your thoughts, uh, Donald, on the importance of having this recorded uh, for, for posterity and for when they try to pull this again. Yeah, I think and other people have told me that as well. I mean, we do need to try to uh, me, preserve hard copies because we don't know how much longer they're going to let... Uh, any of this stand and when the internet is under assault that's why programs like yours and mine and all the other programs that have me on i do a lot of interviews uh we're all under siege because uh, they they can't they don't want programs like this to exist they don't want platforms to exist because they want they really want an fcc type of entity controlling the internet they want it to be just like television 
mean, you know, we, we, you know, nobody, no TV show is going to have me on in any network. Our Russian RT did Russian today, but they're not, they're they've been outlawed in the country. So there is no other network, including Fox News. Maybe if Tucker Carlson had stayed on, possible he had a lot of, uh, you know, dissenting guests, but uh, no one else. And uh, it's very if if we lose the internet or if the internet becomes like television, then I mean, just things things like Substack that I promote all the time. My Substack is the only place I'm not shadow banned. Everywhere else, Twitter Twitter's loosening up a little bit. I'm beginning to see the Elon mess effect, maybe a little bit. I'm, I'm hopeful. There, uh, but I've been shadow banned there, and uh, Facebook, I'm shadow banned. Uh, YouTube, I'm shadow banned. So the only place I can go where I can get my message, where I can promote my work, or shows like this, but but uh, it's Substack. I write regularly at Substack, and uh, I urge everyone to support that. And you know, please subscribe to me there. But um, they can't stand the fact that that people like you and me, the average people. Uh, who are not professional journalists, in other words, trained not to investigate anything of significance, that we can get on these things. And uh, I can sit there and type my thoughts out. And I can, without a filter, without some executive saying in my ear, no, you can't say that. I'll say that. I can say whatever I want. And um, it's you get response. You get thousands of people that, that follow you because of that, because they, they say, wow, this is refreshing. I'm, I'm hearing perspective I can't hear on television or radio. So we lose that if they ban things like Substack or Substack becomes uh, changed as Twitter did. And you, you remember YouTube was pretty good back in the day too. They allowed a lot of good stuff on there. And once they uh, once they got rid of Alex Jones, and I said at the time, it doesn't matter what you think of Alex Jones. I don't know whether he's a disinfo agent or whatever he is. I mean, he banned that video runs uh, the rebroadcast of my show. So I don't know. And they, they've sold my books before. So I, I don't, you know, I've been on there a couple of times. So, I don't know. I, I'm not going to condemn anything, but regardless, even if I thought he was a uh, you know complete disimpo agent, he was the biggest name in the conspiracy world. And when people cheered that on, yeah, good. He's a big blowhard. He's just, you know he doesn't talk about Israel. He's a shill and all. I heard it all. I said, look, you're getting same thing with Trump. It doesn't matter what you think of Trump. These people are symbolically being prosecuted. So when Alex Jones gets tried over in court over and over again, shooting a national event. And claim and has to pay, you know, almost a billion dollars supposedly that he doesn't have, in her, you know, for harassing the families. I say, I tell all my Kennedy assassination, you know, fellow researchers, what's to stop Caroline Kennedy from saying, you know, I've had enough of this. You know, you you people are harassing the family by questioning this, or what's the nine eleven families even more likely? What's them on board? Why say, you know, this is harassment? You know, you're 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 harassing me. You're bringing up, I mean. It opens up a can of worms. It's a terrible precedent. And, and, and again, he's symbolically being prosecuted so that others might be prosecuted for thought crimes as well. Same thing with Trump. Trump, again, I, I, you know, I, I've written very critically at Trump. I think he's an actor, but regardless of what he is, I call it the Trumpenstein project, but regardless of what he is, even if he's sincere or, or whatever, um, he's being symbolically prosecuted things that we could be prosecuted for in the future. He's, he's being prosecuted for protesting the outcome of an election in the same state where Stacey Abrams has been openly protesting it over and over again. That's very, very troubling because that, that means we can't protest elections, no matter how open the fraud might be. or you know, Even if it isn't fraud, we're going to be able to, to protest it. And then probably even more ridiculously, he, he's being prosecuted for uh, exaggerating the wealth of his property. The value of his property, as I'll 
a licensed realtor. I've been licensed for a very long time, still doing it on the side. Uh, I can tell you, I've never met a homeowner that didn't exaggerate the value of his property. They didn't think his property is worth more than it is. The market determines that. This is unbelievable to me that he could be prosecuted for something like this. But again, it opens the door so that dissenters, if they don't have anything else on us, they can get us for things like that. Or the, the rape charge, the, the, this woman claims she can't even say what year it happened. And yet he was found guilty in a court of law. So, again, that opens the door to any of us. They, they could come up with some woman, you know, 30 years ago. Oh, yeah, you know, you, you raped me. Uh, I don't remember exactly when. So how do you develop an alibi? I mean, so it's, it's very, very uh, disturbing that this is happening. And I don't see very many people uh, concerned about it, again, because they hate Trump so much that, you know, the Trump Derangement Syndrome, they don't care what the charge is. And they don't care if he's guilty. They just want him, I, I think, hung in the public square, really, to be honest. Uh, speaking of the dissenters, I, I was going to get to this story in the next news segment uh, recently. I'm here in Mexico, and so there was a story that broke about how during the dirty war in Mexico in the 70s, uh, the Mexican government threw hundreds of Mexican political dissenters out of airplanes into the ocean. So, uh, you know, we're not quite there yet, uh, but, uh, you know, someone writes in the chat, Good to have this guest back again. Many people are trying to move away from the pandemic. We should not forget what they uh, done to us. And that was one of the reasons I brought you back. You know, when, when I first started on TNT, uh, it's it's still up there. The, the graphic, it says, you know, some of my main themes uh, that I've been covering COVID, media, politics and re reading your book. Um, you know, it's sometimes in my mind, I downplay what we went through. Like, OK, we survived. It wasn't. Right. Entirely in concentration camp, although some people were in those quarantine concentration camps. But now reflecting back, I'm like, no, we, we shouldn't down downplay this. Like, I'm, I want to get your further thoughts on the totalitarianism, the extreme tyranny that we went through that, as you just mentioned, they continue to, to, to build it out um, and we shouldn't downplay it. I mean, this was an extreme um, dictatorship. Uh, you talk about it in your book. I mean, I had a guest on yesterday. We were talking about. Uh, if, if we let them go through with this, I don't doubt that they will build out concentration camps, throw some of us in there. Um, you know, they're cannibalism, you know, Soylent Green. I, they're developing these lab-made foods. Um, you know, there was the report some years ago using an, an extract of human protein. I mean, that's literally, you know, that's can cannibalism, Soylent Green. So your further thoughts on this, uh, you know, the, the, the unbelievable level of totalitarianism that we went through. And again, that yeah. they want to keep pushing with the digital passports and and, and all this crazy yeah. stuff. Well, and that's what and I, I that's why I started the book from the very beginning, and I included everything. I talked about the empty hospitals. I haven't forgotten the empty hospitals. I haven't forgotten the dancing nurses who are back now. They're part of the story. They're part of the evidence that this is a psyop. I, I worked in a hospital, you know, when I was young, and I can tell you, there's no hospital in the world that would have allowed anything like that. First of all, the logistically, there's no place for there to be some kind of big dance production. I mean, it's ridiculous. The hospitals aren't built that way. The administrators, as bad as hospitals are, they wouldn't have allowed anything like that. Obviously, it had to be noisy. It wouldn't have disturbed the patients. I mean, we're, the whole thing was ridiculous. And the idea that they produced this in the middle of saying they were overwhelmed by a pandemic and they didn't know what to do. Again, they did these things. They threw these ridiculous things out there. And people fell for it. Nobody questioned it. Wait a minute, how? 
why would they be dancing if they're overwhelmed? It doesn't make any sense. You know, I thought they were so busy, they, they didn't have time to breathe, but they have time to stage a well-choreographed dance number over and over again. So um, those things, the same thing with the empty hospitals. You know, I had people like uh, Jason Goodman and Citizen Richard uh, on my show who went and filmed them, who confronted the people. Uh, that's part of the story. Part of the story is when the media is telling you there's a bubonic plague out there. This is something we should all be terrified of. And Jason Goodman is going on early on, and he's, he's confronting EMT personnel standing outside smoking cigarettes and kind of chuckling when he mentions COVID. I mean, they, they actually, I mean, they, they, and they don't, they, clearly it's so obvious. And uh, uh, Citizen Richard was going inside and shouting and then getting thrown out, saying, where's COVID? Where's all the, you know, because nothing was going on. And uh, so we can't forget these. We can't forget the supposed refrigerated trucks, which were filmed by other people in the off position. They were turned off, all of them. They weren't, there was nothing there, yet the media persisted in saying, oh, there's so many bodies in these refrigerated trucks. We can't underestimate the fact of how unbelievably uh, big the lies were here. The lies are always big, but these were the biggest lies we've ever been sold. And the idea that these the media uh, and they've been videos put out where they'll have a smiling reporter standing in front of a hospital that, you know, hours later, you can see one of these guys walking around filming. There's nobody there. And they'll be telling me, you know, officials say that they're overwhelming. They don't know what they're going to do with the extra bodies. And just incredible lies, incredible fear porn. We have to never forget that because this, this was on an unprecedented level. My book is full of all of it. It's full of all the statistics, the incredible lies about the statistics when they're reporting people falling off roofs and in motorcycle accidents and all people obviously that didn't die of COVID, they were, they were counting them as COVID death. And that's how those numbers uh, got embellished, to say the least. And uh, of course, once the vaccine was came through, then we started getting actual deaths and they started covering them up and not reporting them. So they're doing the exact opposite thing. This was unprecedented economically. You still don't even know what the impact of it was, what it did to small business. Or remember again, Americans should all be embarrassed at how easily they, they rolled over and played dead on this. Every small business owner should be embarrassed because uh, you had a couple business owners like Shelley Luther in Dallas and uh, the guy in uh, New Jersey, the gym owner that had Tucker Carlton out on some. You had a handful of these people. It said, no, I'm not going to shut down. But because you, they didn't have any support, their fellow business owners didn't come over and make a stand. They were, they, were late, they were left out on a limb by themselves. And what happened? They were able to shut them down. We don't know how much money was lost, how, much, um, how many people never found jobs again, how many small businesses were destroyed that were never able to reopen again because the, they lie about the economic stats. The unemployment uh, statistics are, are built on completely fraudulent measures that were changed in the 1990s. So the unemployment, whatever they report, it's dishonest. It's not true. So we don't even know economically. We don't know from the, the stimulus package. We still don't know. I tried to put as much as I could find about it in the book. We still don't know who got what. We do know there was a lot of graft, and I, I mentioned in there a lot of a lot of wealthy people who got, you know, Tom Brady could buy a new yacht and things like I mean, ridiculous stuff that had nothing to do with an alleged uh, epidemic. But it but obviously it was way beyond that. But we can't forget the uh, the lies that were told to us and the extent these people went to the, these people went to the lengths they went to to lie. And and again, it was all over the world. If if anything, in places like parts of Australia are worse than us. Uh, Great Britain was about the same. Uh, you know, there were a few places like Brazil that were um, 
had a little more, uh, you know, common sense about it. But nobody, nobody balked and said, no, in parts of Africa, you had some African leaders. And I talk about all the deaths, you know, that were connected to this. Uh, some of the African leaders said, no, we're not going to mandate vaccines. And pretty much all of them died and were replaced by people that said, sure. Well, I'm meant to make so. These are the kind of things you see in all political issues. And I think, uh, again, we can't we can't forget these things. And I think you're right. Too many people have. And I I, I don't know if, if they have, if they decide to come up with a COVID-2 lockdown, I, I think there'll be more opposition, but I think we're still way outnumbered. I think they'll be able to do it if they want. Yeah, you talk about that in your book. And just, you mentioned bubonic plague. I used to live in the Gobi Desert in Mongolia as a Peace Corps volunteer uh, in a yurts and uh, I always I used to tell my history students that uh, I ate the bubonic plague because every year annually, <laughs> still at least half a dozen Mongolians die from the bubonic plague, the Black Death, because, uh, you know, mm -hmm. it's purportedly it's carried by fleas and marmots, which are all over Mon Mongolia. And uh, Peace Corps gave us a medical kit with a you know giant um, container of these massive green pills, which if you contracted bubonic plague, you're supposed to down them all. And uh, I was offered at a barbecue in the in the Mongolian countryside some grilled marmot meat just in, in someone's <laughs> hands. Uh, one of my Mongolian friends, older dude, just sh shoves his hand out with grilled marmot meat and, hey, you want to try some? Why not? You know, I'm not afraid uh, of disease <laughs> or anything. And I ate <laughs> it. And, you know, I, I had a plan B. I had the bubonic plague pills. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, I like to say I ate the Black Death, you know, a, bit, a big deal, you know, <laughs> COVID, bi yeah. a big, a big yeah. deal. And you do write in your book, you know, Quote, it became increasingly clear that the majority of Americans had no tipping point for tyranny. And, right. I, and I totally uh, agree with you. We got to jump to our break. Uh, again, the book is Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down uh, the, the World. DonaldJeffries.substack.com. Phone lines are open. We'll be right back. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. The biggest weather news is what is about to happen in Europe. I saw another one of those pictures of Greta Thunberg protesting today. I guess today is like week 300 or something of the climate strike where kids are allowed to be truant and, uh, you know, to protest climate. But she was all bundled up and I was like, well, wait a minute. Looks awfully cold over there. And uh, were there fossil fuels used in the making of those clothes that you have on? But I want to get serious about this. The fact that we are getting such a cold blast that is coming in, and this was telegraphed with those big storms, and the reason you see what's going on in the weather today is because all the weathermen start screaming and yelling about climate change instead of understanding the same thing happened in 2009, and they went into the deep freeze over there. But it's a serious situation. You know why? Well, first of all, the implications of that is that the United States is going to get very cold. Now, it's cold right now, but I'm talking about what could be really cold weather, severe cold, in the month of January. Because there's probably going to be a lot of snow in the United States during the month of December, especially after the 20th. So what we saw in 2009, 2010 was Europe got it in 2009 in December, and then the U.S. had their famous snowmageddon, and that occurred later in January and February. It'd be a little bit earlier this year, probably, looking at the overall pattern. But think about this. You're going to get that grid in Europe tested now, and especially Germany. Germany looks like ground zero 
for the worst weather. The most snow, it's going to be a little bit colder relative to averages up where Greta lives. But Germany is going to be in bad shape here the next 10 to 20 days. But again, then you have to worry about the rest of the winter. You see what I'm saying? So we're going to have some things push come to shove, so to speak, coming up here over the next couple of weeks. And in fact, the next couple of months, because unlike last winter, I don't think this is backing off this year. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bustardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. When a crisis hits close to home and across the globe, nonprofits are on the front lines ready to serve. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. The demand for charitable services has skyrocketed, and nonprofits are rising to meet the needs. Healing. Nurturing. Rescuing. Honoring. Protecting. Caring. Inspiring. The work of philanthropic organizations of all sizes, across all missions, has never been more important. And it's donors and volunteers like you who make all this possible. Thank you. Together, we change the world. The Nonprofit Alliance. You're with Hervoye Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It is our final segment with a prolific author, Donald Jeffries, donaldjeffries.media, donaldjeffries.substack.com, talking about his latest book, Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the World. Uh, I think I read on your Substack as well. You're you're working on uh, another book uh, already, but to, to go back to, well, uh, just to get your thoughts, we're now seeing new announcements of a new COVID-like flu in China, Today, I'm reading, yeah. uh, you know, an alarming spike in pneumonia cases among children has been de de detected in the Netherlands. I'm reading in the Mexican papers today. They're interviewing doctors here in Mexico. Oh, hey, you know, the, um, a, a new pandemic can start at any moment again. And I've been tweeting on all my socials, you know, I'm not playing this game. I, you know, I put my pastor in my church uh, on notice, putting on my socials. I'm not wearing face masks, cupidabocas. I'm not doing gel. I'm not doing temperature readings. I'm not doing nothing, letting my friends and neighbors and family know. Uh, if, if I can't enter the supermarket without a mask, uh, I'll, I'll buy stuff online. I'll go to farmers. I don't care. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I feel like they're, they're going to try... Uh, again, because as you're right, and I agree, I agree with you, you say in your book, quote, the COVID narrative has disillusioned me more than I ever thought possible. I knew we were outnumbered, but to see the amount of mask wearing, social distancing human beings versus the comparatively par paltry numbers of naysayers trying to cling to some sort of normalcy was like a cold, hard slap in the face. We are greatly outnumbered. Uh, so your thoughts on if they're going to try it again, whether this winter or in the future uh, and, and and so forth. Well, I mean, if, if they want it, they, they certainly have to be uh, emboldened by the fact that it succeeded so well the first time. I mean, there's there's no reason for them not to do it if they want to. For whatever. Uh, as you mentioned about all these these uh, you know dire proclamations from China and the Netherlands and everywhere, uh, I I tried to and I showed you know at the end of the book I, I was I was putting these because they're they're nonstop. I mean, these things come out almost every week. Uh, there's a new strain somewhere. They're, they're, it's going to be worse flu. It's going to be, I mean, it's nothing but nonstop fear porn. The, the elite all over the world 
realized, hey, this is what really works. You scare people with their health and they'll do anything. This works much better than foreign boogeyman or anything else we can do. And uh, so apparently they're just going to keep doing it. And again, nobody nobody questions the fact, as I said, if, if and there are people like Dr. Andrew Kopp, who I had on my show early on, and, and uh, other people who don't believe in the viral theory even. Because I think viruses are a myth, but, but assuming they aren't a myth, but that, that science is right, there are viruses, then COVID has shattered that science. As viruses supposedly come in the fall, every fall, the yearly coronavirus, and uh, burn out in the heat when, when it warms up in the spring. COVID didn't do that. And it continues to not do it. I mean, you know, when China can report in the middle of summer, hey, there's a new COVID strain on the way. What? That, that destroys all their previous science. You're not supposed to have a new viral strain in the middle of the summer. And this is just nonstop. They admittedly, there's no regard for flu season or sick season anymore. So I guess all that is, uh, you know, is, is just, uh, you know, in, in the past now, things have been changed and thrown out of the memory hole. But um, this is, I, I roll my eyes at, at, at these, these kind because the problem is when you have that much fear porn, something really dire did ever result. First of all, the people that rule us wouldn't let us know anything. You know, it's really dangerous and they wouldn't try to help us. That's what I try to tell people. This is, I worked for the medical industrial complex, mostly in IT for a long time, but tell you these people they, the last thing they care about is your health they want you to be sick so the idea that they would they would be moving heaven and earth and, and offering french fries and free donuts and all this these very unhealthy things by the way for you to get your vaccine and people have pointed out you know rightfully there are people out there on the street who are suffering because they can't afford insulin they're offering free insulin anywhere they don't care about your health if they if they did they would make make it affordable to be treated or whatever. They would make prescriptions affordable. They, they don't. They make it, uh, if you don't have a job, you know, I'm sure it's you're, you're just relegated to whatever you have. You're not going to get better. And uh, this, the idea that, that these people are doing this because they care about you, the last thing they care about is you. And I try to tell people that all the time, but they just, they just give you a blank look. And I said, okay, you know, you, you because before, the pandemic started, uh, it was admitted by the mainstream media that the medical profession itself, hospitals and doctors, were the third leading cause of death in America for it. Now, I submit to you because so many people like my brother died and it hasn't been attributed to, to the medical profession. So many people from the vaccines have, have died from the vaccines that aren't attributed to the medical profession. I submit that they're probably the number one cause at best, they're number three. I think they're probably the leading cause after what happened with the vaccines and the hospital protocol. And so, you know, the last people you should trust are the people that are the number one killers in America in terms of uh, statistics. Yeah. And, and, and as you say, I mean, I use logic. You know, I came here to Mexico in 2010 and everyone is like, uh, our government, the government's so corrupt in Mexico, you know, narco government, they, they work with the criminals and everyone's just endless, you know, people around me have, I've, I've known people who have been kidnapped, I've been extorted by police, uh, you know, currently hundreds of police officers in my state are under investigation for participating in, in, in extor um, kidnapping, all that sort of jazz. And so it's just like you say, my argument to Mexicans here was like, wait, 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 you're telling you're, you're you're you know all day you're telling me for years the government's so corrupt you know they literally want to kill us they're they're literally mm -hmm. kidnapping us literally <laughs> the police are kidnapping citizens and handing them to narcos to be put into barrels of acid and, and dissolved 
And then, oh, pandemic, all of a sudden, this same government now wants to protect me. Like, it makes no sense. Wake up, people. But as you said, the fear, it just flipped a switch. Uh, and we just got a couple minutes left. I didn't want to just uh, dig into further the, the, the nature of this hoax, as you mentioned. You know, from 2020, I never believed there was a pandemic. Uh uh, I, I did, you know, I do entertain that there maybe there was some sort of a bio weapon. But for me, the important thing there would be that it would be like a low yield bio weapon, which still did not, you know, make for a pandemic. But that the, that would prove that this was all planned and premeditated. We've got all the simulations. Yes. You talk about that in your uh, yes. book. And, and it would the plan was just to bring about this digital control system. And you say the real bio weapon is the vaccines. And so in the in the three or four minutes we have left your further thoughts on what they really want to do i think it's multi-level we talked about the economy uh, i think part of it what they did was they, they want to erase the middle class and bring about a neo-feudalism they want to inject people to make them infertile and, and decrease the population yes. uh, and then bring in this digital control grid so your further thoughts as to you know what they were trying to do and they're th what they're still trying uh to do well, I think these, these, these the people that produce this production in the greatest cyber nature of the world are all eugenicists. I mean, exemplified by Bill Gates. They want, they believe that millions of, if not billions of human beings have to die because they're overpopulated and they don't like human beings very much. That's why they're trying to merge, merge with AI technology. But uh, so I think this may have been the culling of the herd that we always, we, you know, a lot of us have been waiting for them to do it, whether it was in the World War whatever uh this apparently they have managed to weed the the population we know that the uh, uh, the death rate in america uh, went up 40 percent in 2021 i still have heard statistics from 2022 that's unprecedented it's earth shattering it's you know asteroid level i mean nothing like that and, and again it just media shrugged because even even their fake COVID statistics don't you know come anywhere near that's you know nothing could possibly even all their if you pad them to the fullest extent they don't come anywhere, you know, close to that. So uh, something was doing that, and I, I think it's obvious what it is. So this, I think, it looks like they're, they're the mass extinction event, maybe that they're talking about. But knowing that the people that run this are eugenicists, knowing their history, this is the culmination of their dream. They believe that most humanity is use, are useless eaters, as Henry Kissinger said. And uh, so this is, you know, we. We have to fight against them. I believe they're, this is a spiritual battle. I believe we need God. We need our faith because uh, they are motivated by the darkest force. I, I think I don't, you know, hesitate to call this a satanic type of psyop. This is this is a satanic operation. Uh, eugenicists are satanic by nature. Why would you want millions of people to die? I mean, that's that's a, a very dark kind of fantasy. But they all have it, so they have to be overjoyed what has happened and uh, i have no idea if they're planning an act two i mean people some people still think they're planning world war three I, I i don't know they kind of seem to leave that hanging over our heads all the time more fear world war three come you know is there going to be a uh pandemic two uh, but they have no reason to hesitate to do it because it worked so well the first time i don't foresee there being enough opposition there'll be people like you me will say you know i'm not wearing my stupid mask i'm sorry i'm not doing it uh, i'm not social distancing that's ridiculous but all it will mean is that uh we won't be able to interact you know in daily life i don't do that much anyhow <clears throat> we won't be able to go to restaurants we won't be able to 
wherever, wherever it's left. I mean, they pretty much killed the film industry, so I, I don't know where else you would go. But um, it, for that, so that's not very big a sacrifice to make, but I hope a lot of people would be like us and refuse to do it. But uh, I, I don't have a whole lot. Well, we're out of time. And as you said, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't believe in God uh, to, to, to survive, to, to stay sane. Thank you, uh, Donald Jeffries, for being with us. Uh, you'll find his books uh, and websites uh, anywhere you look. I hope you join us again in the future. I'll be right back. Thank you.